This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Ravens have a new offensive coordinator. His name is Todd Munkin. Todd spent three years as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator from 2016 to 2018. And joining us now, courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, is Rick Stroud, who's covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for years. He's with Tampa Bay Times. And Rick, thanks as always for joining us. So 2016 to 2018, not a lot of team success, but what did you think of Todd Munkin as the offensive coordinator when, when he was in Tampa? Well, thanks for having me, guys. First of all, I, I think he's just a really good football coach. And, you know, for two of those years, I mean, Dirk Cutter was the head coach who did call the plays, and it wasn't until the third season that he turned it over to Todd. Um, and, I, and it was a difficult year because, if you recall, um, Jameis Winston was suspended for three games. But they started out with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they absolutely just balled out and bombed people. I mean, they upset the New Orleans Saints, and he threw for – 400 yards and, th- and three or four touchdowns did the same thing against the Super Bowl champion Eagles, defending Super Bowl champs. So, um, and then, you know, seeing what he's done, uh, of course, he went to Cleveland for a year with Baker Mayfield. He didn't call the plays there, but he, you know, he was, uh, was part of, of Baker's development. And the next year he, he took off what he's done at Georgia has been uh, not surprising to me, but phenomenal uh, from a, just a production standpoint and taking a quarterback like Stetson Bennett, who is, you know, limited, yep. uh, to say the least. So I, I think he's going to do great. I, I think it's a great fit for him. And, and you know, Lamar Jackson, to have a talent like that to work with, hopefully, um, in a stable organization, I'm, I'm really happy for him. He's a, he's a good friend, and I think he's going to be great. I asked some people who were involved with the Jets back when they were thinking long and hard about hiring him, and then they ended up going with Adam Gase. Um, instead, and, and and one of the things that they kind of pointed out is like players gravitate to this guy because they know he puts them in position to succeed. He knows how to get guys paid, and he can beat you horizontally in the screen game, and he can also attack you on first down vertically and make you pay that way. Does that sort of resonate, Rick, with with what you saw of him? Yeah, I you know I think he he coaches to his talent as well as anybody I've been around. You know, and and he understands sort of what it takes to win and, and how to get guys open, how to how to put them in positions. I think the players that have played for him have appreciated that. You know, even guys that he didn't necessarily get along with, uh, like a Deshaun Jackson, for example, uh, had you know terrific success at times. You know, with the right quarterback, and 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 so. You know, the other thing about him is, and, and, you know, especially in the professional game, which is different than college, obviously, is that, you know, these players, they just don't want to be BS'd, right? Yeah. And, and the, the thing I love about Todd is that he's not going to try to fool anybody. He is who he is. You guys will enjoy talking to him. He's going to tell you when he screws up. He's going to tell you when other guys need to be held more accountable. Um, and he's not going to make any excuses. And, you know, I think guys gravitate towards that. Um, he's a great communicator, one of the better communicators 
that I've covered as an assistant coach. Uh, I think he's a guy that's going to get along well with any staff uh, that he encounters. But, uh, you know, to have to have the pieces that they have, especially with the quarterback and, um, you know, the fact that Todd went to the college game and had to do it a little different there with some of the read option stuff. And, you know, he had a, a very, you know, not an athletic quarterback at all, but still could scheme things up whether it was the tight ends that were the feature of that Georgia team or the wide receivers or the running backs, whatever their strength was, he played to it and, and he was successful in doing it. So um, again, I, I just find him to be, uh, you know, a very uh, good play caller. I think it takes it some nuance to do that. I, I think you have to have a little bit of um, a little bit of guts uh, at times, but also just be very sound fundamentally and, 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 you know, the one thing I would say is that uh, he's going to try to protect his quarterback, too. You know, uh, he's not a guy um, that's going to try to put them in harm's way. Now, you know, Lamar's a different cat altogether with that. Um, but even so, um, he'll do a good job with that. So I, I'm excited for him. I know he wanted to get back to the NFL if he could, if it was the right situation. Um, certainly the Bucks would have been lucky to get him down here again. Um, but, uh, man, to, to land in, in Baltimore – uh, you know, with that coaching staff and that quarterback, I think it's I think it's a win for Todd. Rick, you mentioned that he didn't start calling plays till 2018, but he was the wide receiver coach in 2016 and 17. That was a young Mike Evans in his third year, and his year where he did call plays, four receivers of 774 receiving yards or more. What was his reputation with those wideouts? Well, I think Mike will tell you that he changed his career. Um, you know, Mike, Mike, uh, when, when Todd got here for whatever reason, uh, was really struggling, uh, one year with his hands. He put, he was a guy that put a lot of pressure on himself. It wasn't that he couldn't catch the ball. He's got, you know, one of the best catching radiuses in the NFL. And we've seen him do it now over a thousand yards for nine seasons in a row. But, um, there was a period where he was fighting himself and, you know, Todd is, is also that guy that, um, you know, can, can, can get inside your head a little bit and, and can help you relax. And, and he gave him, a, I remember he gave him a book uh, uh, to read and, and it really helped Mike um, sort of take the pressure off of him. And we've seen what Mike has, has turned into. And, and he was having his best years when Todd was there and, um, and he's taken off from there, but um, not to take credit for Mike Evans, but, but Todd is somebody that, you know, can relate to guys and, and, and he's had all kinds of receivers. I think that's the other part. You know, he knows how to put them in position. He's had guys that are small, uh, that, that are explosive. And he's got big guys that may not have the same foot speed but are physical. Um, and so, you know, for him, it's all about just, you know, utilizing their, their best abilities and putting them in positions to succeed. And I think that's I – think, I think players appreciate that. Um, but you got to buy in. You know, he'll you, – you, <laughs> Todd is also not one you guys will find out the sugarcoat thing. <laughs> he's he's very colorful and uh, and 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 there have been some there have been some confrontations at times uh, with guys that uh, you know that weren't going to do it his way. Um, but but I think that's a good thing. I think it's all it's all in respect. Talking to Rick Stroud, he covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times. It's inside access here on the Fan. Rick, uh, we talked. You talked about Lamar Jackson. I, I can tell you here in this room. We're not so certain Lamar's going to be back next year. Jason and I feel like it's more likely than not that he gets traded before the draft. So there is at least a little bit of uncertainty at quarterback. Does that part of it then surprise you that Todd still came here? 
Well, a little bit. I mean, I think the first question he would ask is, what's your plan at quarterback? Um, and, you know, I don't know that the Ravens have all the answers. They certainly could franchise him, I believe. You can yes, correct me yep. if I'm wrong about yes, that. Yes, they Jason. can. Uh, and, and I don't know what that would lead to, whether that would lead to some kind of prolonged holdout or, or what. Um, it's really up to Lamar at that point. Um, but I got to believe Lamar Jackson was an attraction for Todd. I mean, the Bucks clearly don't have a, a quarterback who has started down here. The only guy in a contract is Kyle Trask. So that's an easy sell. But regardless of who it is, he's worked with, like I said, he. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the time that Ryan Fitzpatrick put on all the bling after yes. DC Eagles. And one of the funniest moments of Fitzpatrick's career. Uh, but he got Ryan going in for about four weeks there uh, as well as he ever has in his, in his career. So he can work with anybody uh, and everybody. And if it's a young quarterback, he knows how to, to help develop them too. Um, but, you know, listen, uh, he'll have to earn it. And I would be confident if, uh, if he was a guy, you know, taking over that situation. Uh, I, I think his communication skills are, are next level. I hope he gets a chance to work with Lamar. I think Lamar would really – uh, be stimulated by him uh, first and foremost, and and I know he put him in great positions to succeed. So hopefully that becomes the marriage. But if it doesn't, he'll be willing to work with whoever they bring out there, and I'm sure there'll be somebody talented to to play that position. Were you surprised he went back to college, Rick? Because I mean, again, this is a guy who was sort of getting head coaching yeah. sniffs at the NFL level not that long ago. Yeah, he was. I, you know, he had the one year in Cleveland. It, it wasn't a good situation for him there, and uh, that fell apart pretty yeah. quickly. Uh, and I just think that, you know, it was a rare opportunity to go to the University of Georgia. He had coached, of course, he was a head coach in college at Southern Miss. Yeah. Uh, that's the only time he's been a head coach. So he, he knew the college game. And, and I think, you know, the fact that it was Kirby Smart and what they were building there, and he could see uh, the kind of program he was, he was going to be able to be part of. Uh, the problem with it, I think, guys, is that the, you know, they were so successful uh, that when you're in the national semifinals every year, uh, you know, all the college programs, they want to hire head coaches right away because, you know, they've got the transfer portal coming yeah. up. And, 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 you know, teams like Purdue wanted them and other, other programs. And if he's going to stay at Georgia, he was going to keep getting passed over. Um, and I know he liked the NFL. I'm sure he liked college football too. Um, but if he wants to be a head coach one day, this might be a better path. And, and I just think that, you know, uh, it, as much as he enjoyed Georgia, if he was going to advance his career, uh, you know, when was he going to be hotter than after two yeah. national championships? So he, he took that opportunity, and if it wasn't right for him, believe me, he wouldn't have said yes. Um, but I, I think it worked out for both. Rick Straub, thank you so much for your time and the insights. Thank Excellent. you very Thanks much. Thanks so much. You bet, guys. Thanks a lot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 